0: show. I'm your host, Techno, here with my co-host, Thunder. This is a show where anything goes, especially your feelings.
1: Indeed it is. It keeps coming. Antifa keeps the day. Apparently they're not God. <laughs> <laughs> nope. And as, uh, as as they may find out when Operation Steamroller rolls through Seattle, uh, in the sixth was that sixth precinct or that six city blocks. Yeah. That uh, they fenced off on a, yeah, see, Yeah. Facebook blocked it as um as a partially false as partial which which part was false? That it that it wasn't the, video, the Mongols the, like the, the Mongols weren't going? The, <laughs> weren't going? the video is from a long time ago. Oh, is it? Yes. Okay. But well they, I I They didn't say anything about they're not coming up there. They just said the true. video is from a long time ago. <laughs> I'm like <laughs> So
0: you're blocking because I said, yes.
1: Well, I didn't post anything on any
0: of the Mongols or or Hells Angels website. I'm like, like you would tell somebody you're coming.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. So for anybody listening, if you don't know, that there's a post that uh, that Techno had sent me, or a link that Techno had sent me, which had indicated that the Hells Angels, the Mongols, et cetera, et cetera were heading up to uh whoop some of that Antifa ass, I guess. And uh, I f- I know when I forwarded it out or shared it out to my uh, friends on Facebook that uh, it got blocked. In fact, someone even wrote me back. and said, "Hey man, video won't run. Something or the other." And I and I looked at it, and it looked like Facebook had and indeed censored it for being partially uh, untrue, allegedly partially untrue. Yeah. So the video might be old, but <laughs> what what it did not say is that they weren't going. <laughs>
0: i uh-huh. been watching uh, the Mongols were in California they didn't locate oh they uh, they said the Hells Angels w- was their ride in uh, Canada uh-huh. and I was like okay so you're you're telling me the video isn't of them actually riding up but you're not telling me that they're not riding
1: up <laughs> right <laughs> we'll find out in a few days we'll see what happens fuck you Facebook <laughs> uh, me, I my
0: servercast.net but yeah i don't i don't go through amazon or google or anyone plus this was a better deal than amazon and google Google.
1: yeah so we're on our what's this this is our third show now right yeah three three in a row what do you know three in a row we actually had eight people listen to the last show (laughs) 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 so to those eight folks two of which are me because i played it twice (laughs) we thank you
0: Oh, okay. So, one of them's me, one of them's you. So, six, uh-huh. but uh, if you want some more fun facts, uh, since we have started this, uh, we have had 25 sessions and 17
1: listeners. Awesome. So,
0: um, that's from the beginning. And we've also had from six different countries.
1: So Oh, how about that? Here's to you. So, maybe... Oh, nobody Slovakia, sitting down at. I don't know why Slovakia is on, not on the block list no dorm rats down now you need <laughs> uh, listening in huh oh well yeah well I'll, I'll put them on the block list next <laughs> not you Australia you're cool I like your accent. that's right send us your yeah link.
0: We're going to start with uh, with pol- politicians and photo ops.
1: Oh, Christ, yes. Go <laughs> ahead. Go ahead. Start it up. Jesus. All right. So uh, Donald Trump,
0: after they burnt down, what was it, St. Michael's or St. John's? Uh, basically, it's a, it's a church across from the White House. He right. Went to go check it out, and uh, from what I've read, there was actually so much rioting going on where they were um, that the uh, Secret Service decided, hey, we need to move this thing over across the street because we can control the crowd better. Mm-hmm. So that's why he moved across the street. It wasn't for a photo op initially. It was because uh, his security said, hey, we're going over here because it's better. But then he he has a bible and he stands (laughs) stands in front of the church and i don't i don't exactly know what he did but they sure pissed off the democrats saying that he did it for a photo op to be in front of a catholic church and with a bible and that's not his bible and i don't care he he went to a place that got rampaged by these rioters and that's really a big thing i mean presidents have always gone to Places of devastation to show their presence and support. Certainly, I don't know what the big deal is on this one. I mean, had the church not been burned down, he just wanted to walk
1: over there and have a picture in front of the church. Then I'd be going, well. And let's be have to be fair, though. I mean, as you're saying that they're doing it, and and I would imagine because we're going to get to the Democrats pandering here in a second, which is much worse, I think. Is that a president showing up at a, a president showing up at St. John's Church is what it was. St. John's Episcopal across the street from White House. I haven't been in D.C. in ages, especially down Pennsylvania Avenue since they blocked it off to motor traffic, which happened years ago. But I go St. John's, I <laughs> St. John's, uh, most of the churches I went National Shrine of Immaculate Conception in the National uh, Cathedral, but uh, St. John's burnt. President probably did see value. I'm sure in getting his picture taken holding a Bible in front of a burnt up church. Uh, it's absolutely, absolutely uh, an opportunity to score a couple of points. Sure, why not? No, no other president has, as if no other president has ever taken advantage of this, right? And here he is just strolling across the street. I mean, that's unusual in itself for the president to walk out like that, I imagine. Nevertheless, here he is taking a, Photoshop, or taking a photo op. Okay. And then. The Democrats who lose their literal shit over this do what? They said, "Hey, that's not a bad idea. We should have a photo op, but we're going to make it different." Yeah, <laughs> they made it different. <laughs> they made it different. No one can tell. They, a or a they made it a they made it a bicameral thing because they had both the House and the Senate represented in this photo op. Did they not? Is that not the right word? I'm okay. trying to sound smart this morning. It sounded like two cameras bicameral. Bicameral. Two houses. Oh, okay. See, my, my, my,
0: my uh, vocab isn't as, as high, high hoity toity as you, Mr. Master's
1: degree. On I don't program. have a master's degree. You have the master's degree, doctor. Yeah. And uh, anyway, <laughs> my, <laughs> what okay, did the. PhD. <laughs> quit being a douche. <laughs> what did the fucking Democrats do? What did they do? They, well, <laughs> they, they put on some African, uh, I don't know what you call them, shawls. Kente cloth. It's called kente cloth. Kente,
0: kente cloth, which is. Yes. but the, the old dude the old dude didn't kneel he was smart enough to realize he couldn't get back up uh, Pelosi yeah, not
1: Schumer uh, uh, he couldn't, uh, couldn't get back up <laughs> 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 uh-uh, help me I've knelt and I can't get up we need to get her the, uh, the alert button the funny thing is that they, they, they lambast the president for what they state is him taking advantage of a situation using a bible that's not his Although the word of God, of course, doesn't belong to anybody, right? One could reason that. The word of God does not belong to anyone. Yep. However, the president's physical copy, the word of God in bulk, one would say, he has actually got a hold of it in his hand. May or may not have been his copy. Big deal. Who cares if it was his copy, Jefferson's Bible, Lincoln's Bible, hell, Bill Clinton's Bible. I don't give you a shit. Yep, could have very well said hey guys give me a bible real quick so I can uh, make this look better
0: it also, it also goes to prove that it wasn't a plan thing if it wasn't his bible
1: mm-hmm. so, just saying but the democrats are democrats scream about the president doing this and then <laughs> culturally hijack kente cloth there's nancy pelosi there's chuck schumer there's uh there's uh What's her name? Harris. There's everybody of any recent significance or popularity except AOC. I noticed she was oddly absent. Um, Uh, Alexandria. Yeah. They didn't want the crazy eyed college girl there. The bartender. They show up. The Democrats show up. Uh, They space themselves out because, of course, they don't want to get the COVID. Now, they don't want the Rona because everyone's very old. They'll die instantly. They'll just disintegrate if they get a sniffle. So Nancy shows up in her pantsuit. Chuck shows up. Chuck Schumer shows up with... uh, Looks to me like he's got some paperwork that he's actually working on something while he's there. The point is, they hijacked Kente cloth from the Ghanaians. Ghanaians wear this stuff as if to show that they are supporting blacks and Black Lives Matter. In other words, they're trying to show an alliance or a concern for people from Africa by wearing this and trying to equate that. And then... The world. Speaking of borrowed, I'm pretty Exported. sure none of them had that beforehand. <laughs> no, because they're all like, the exact same Kente cloth. They must have had Kente somebody Kente run Kente. down town to the Kente cloth store. <laughs> Kente cloth tux rental.
0: <laughs> it doesn't exist by the way. That,
1: that's, <laughs> that's did they cool. send a guy out with one of those government credit cards or did they get three bids before they purchased this stuff? That's something I'd like to know later. How did they so appropriate purchase? Is all on a thousand dollars? Everyone provide your own. Keep it. Yeah. <laughs> so they did these. Uh, they did these kente cloth things, and then they kneeled down on their knees for what uh, the length of time that uh, George Floyd was uh, pinned to the ground. Right? Was it nine minutes, ten minutes? Uh, they did that. Somewhere between that, I, depending on who you talk to, eight to fifteen, somewhere, <laughs> somewhere in there. What was funny? is the backlash from a lot of blacks. To include actual Africans (laughs) who are in the United States and are not citizens of the country, but they are from Africa, various countries in Africa. You have to remember that Africa is made up of multiple countries. I don't know why we refer to that region as Africa in general, but the United States, we break up between North America amongst Canada and the United States and and Mexico. But yet Africa is made up of a Dozens, I don't know how many. And you can be white, you can be black, you can be in between. You oh, know. Cool
0: because we we do break it up. There's South Africans and there's Africans.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right, yes, that's right. We do. We do. French philosopher, existentialist philosopher, Albert Camus was a uh, was an Algerian, uh, French Algerian in North Africa, white as white can be, yet African nonetheless. Cool. So what? the Democrats do is they now further, they actually add insult to injury by saying that they're supporting African Americans yeah. by appropriating this, uh, this, this, this garment it and it just came off as shallow. Uh, really uh, did. I'll, I will take this moment to mention that, that
0: this color of this kente cloth yeah. is typically worn by
1: Ooh, that's even better. <laughs>
0: At least that's what that's what I heard watching the lady who's not a citizen, she's an African, who is she said I usually I wouldn't post any videos, but this really made her angry. She was so nice about it too. <laughs> she was <laughs> she explained it and she's like, Look, we're not children. Why are you treating us like children? Mm-hmm. And by the way, this color is Reserved particularly for the royalty of that tribe. So, yeah, um, <laughs> they couldn't mess that up more. Of course, Pelosi thinks she's royalty.
1: Uh, of course, yeah. Well, the amount of money she's made since she's been office, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Well. Yeah, I'm looking at a picture right now, Chuck. He doesn't look like he's doing too good there. Looks <laughs> like he's uh, got a lot of weight. Nancy's knees probably looked like they almost blew out. And yet, only some of them are wearing their masks, too. You know, Nancy's mask is down. Chuck's like, screw it, I'm not doing this. Yeah. Well,
0: You know, it's, it's only important that they do it um, when it's convenient. And at the moment, it wasn't convenient. What was more important was the fact that they are royal Africans taking a knee in support of uh, this American, George, George Floyd. Mm-hmm. wait wait no sorry i mixed that up they are not africans um and I, i'm pretty sure that I, I i haven't researched this i'll i'll put that out there i have not researched this but i don't know what tribe george floyd was since
1: <laughs> he was born I in fayetteville north carolina <laughs> don't think you
0: Yeah because he
1: never once emailed. Me. <laughs> right. I couldn't, right. couldn't help it. he never once emailed me asking me for money. Well that that's a you know that's an that's an interesting point because if he was Kinte royalty is he here in the United States under some sort of diplomatic exchange thing like should he have actually had diplomatic immunity during the bust during his arrest? Wow, we got some other I'm surprised that whatever tribe he comes from hasn't exploded and has declared war on us for uh, killing one of their royal um, you know, one of their one of the members of the royal household. Well, I'm I'm pretty sure that they're out there going. That's not ours. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Jerry Nadler was the guy. Jerry Nadler was the other guy. He's the uh, he's the chair of the House Judiciary Committee. Jerry Nadler was the one who did not kneel because his uh, either his knees have turned to dust or the uh, aluminum ball bearings that he has in their four knees have actually corroded over an extensive amount of time. yeah that's right even aluminum <laughs> this is uranium this is built during the war so it's got some uranium in it which probably contributed to the breakdown but nevertheless jerry Nadler
0: is because it's got asbestos in his knees <laughs>
1: yeah, like, uh, yeah I think, like deadpool the cancer just keeps him living <laughs> yeah that's right you got to just keep beating keep it so it stays alive that's right that's right Yeah, cultural appropriation by the Democrats was one of the big things this week that has really muddied the waters. I just what the fuck's going on around here right now? Yeah,
0: yeah, I'm even, I'm even getting to the point where, where my wife is looking at things going on and going, what the hell is
1: wrong? Yeah. Like, I don't have an explanation, babe. <laughs> what's, what's interesting, and this is going to get me into the next point, is... Uh, my wife was watching some videos last night of uh, Black Americans that are calling out all the bullshit on Black Lives Matter. So Black Lives Matter is aggressive. Um, their their movement, uh, you know, asserts that um, general America does not believe in the value of Black lives at all. Okay, and they want massive police uh, reformation done. They want a host of things. I'm, I'm unclear. That's why I'm being ambiguous. I'm very unclear on what it is they want because right now all I can tell is that they're holed up in Seattle and they want cigarettes, body wash, track phone, phone cards, some shoes and some clothes and some, oh, if you could afford it, you know, wouldn't you do that? Could do airdrop in uh, vegan food, uh, you know, Hot Pockets and some fucking uh, snack packs so the teenagers up there that have taken over the goddamn city uh, have something to eat. In other words, we're under siege, and please surprise you know. Please provide us with sustenance so we can continue to resist you. In any event, <laughs> those, we'll get we'll get to that in a second. I, what I wanted to say was that you just you know between what ABC News, CBS News, MSNBC talks about with this with promoting BLM, and then on the other side of the fence those. Those blacks that are coming out on YouTube in particular and saying, "Look, just just this, this is fucking bullshit." So you're looking at the um, the Hodge twins, of course, have got a lot of great videos on uh, on just how black people have fucked up this situation. Not black people in general, but BLM in particular. Candace Owens has come out on things that are uh, been very vocal about some things. You can't, you just can't get away with it. And I was doing, you know, making fun of me. I don't have a master's degree, by the way. I'm working on one. And while doing, not Googling now, I was actually doing legit looking stuff up, (laughs) researching for some facts. I came across this one because I was dealing with uh, Google, it was ProQuest something. That means it's legit because it's peer-reviewed. God damn it. Google academic? Listen. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. I'll I'll back (laughs) off. All right. For our friends in Australia... Techno's an asshole. Just want to let you know he's an asshole. All right. So, no, I came across this quote because I was researching something. I was researching something to dealing with uh, intelligence failure. Okay. And intelligence meaning uh, the U.S. intelligence community, failures in the analytical process, failures in the analytical process to answer questions for policymakers. That's what I'm trying to talk about. Anyway, I was researching that as part of something else. And I came across this quote. And the quote is this. Particular failures are accorded disproportionate significance if they are considered in isolation rather than in terms of the general ratio of failures to successes. The record of success is less striking because observers tend not to notice disasters that do not happen. Now, what that means effectively is that when intelligence works, no one gives a shit. But when one thing goes wrong, no, I mean, from, there isn't, what I mean no one gives a shit, I mean that there isn't any, Often there is not a lot of amplification about how wonderful the process was and how you know, all the data collection and everything and the sensors and all this stuff magically just everything worked. Okay, I'm talking about now not tactical level, maybe human intelligence. I'm talking about in the intelligence process wholesale. You know, when it comes to answering questions for policymakers, which is you know, further up the chain than say the average marine on the ground who's you know gathering on-site intel about an event. Okay. So what happens is no one gives a shit when it goes right, but you have an an aircraft slam into a a, a building and it kills, you know, 12,000 people, whatever. Oh my God, fucking intelligence community totally shit their pants, entire problem. Or uh, um, some Americans get killed in an ambush somewhere. Holy shit, we had a complete failure of intelligence. We've got to revamp the entire process. Now, 9-11 did, IRPTA 2004, IR, 9-11 did drive some fundamental changes in intelligence. But that's that's not my point. I'm getting off track. The point is, is that... Come <laughs> back <laughs> Come, I'm coming back, I'm coming back. Because I can pontificate about this for hours. God damn it. All right. Arguing with protesters. Those, those assholes who are in favor of defunding the police, ought to they ought to read into that quote. The record of success is less striking because observers tend not to notice disasters that do not happen point i'm trying to make is that uh when things happen individually like one white guy gets shot by the police no big, big fucking deal proportionate a lot of statistics come out lately statistics come out lately on the disproportionate number of whites that are actually shot by by black cops and white cops versus just blacks that are shot by white cops you find out that the number is much greater there's many more that that are that are being killed by police But when you get one black guy shot by one or killed by one white cop, the entire world goes apeshit as it's doing right now. The one event, okay, the one event, what is implied as a failure to effectively police becomes a call for a complete top down systematic reinterpretation of everything from, you know, to to why are cops even necessary to the philosophical argument of what does it mean to police in a sense and one event that one event with Floyd becomes a standard by which everything else is fucking judged because even this morning now you got a Wendy's burning to the ground in Atlanta because a guy pulled a taser off of a cop yeah, pointed a it at video. the cops and he got and he got and he got tapped. And he got tapped and now, and now Atlanta's going going freaking nuts. Well, he, and did, did you watch the video? No, I just I did not.
0: He he wrestled off two police officers both white. Mhm.
1: Okay. Well, he raised. Look, civilians so <laughs> who pick up weapons in combat zones and aim them at troops are going to get tapped. Also, it's just you made you made a bad choice. And there's a there's an infinite supply of stupid prizes to be well, handed out for stupid games. Fired that well, that's because they've re- they've they've overreacted over this shit down there. And even the police chief has quit. Yeah. In the in that area, the same police chief quit. So that that event, the the George Floyd event's the standard, and everything else is now judged against that. And and you go by, you can narrow it down, uh, one black man by one cop, or expand it to uh, the number of cops that have killed black men all the way back to, say, Ferguson, which was also justified based on the behavior of the individual the events they end up they just diminish the relative importance of what is a cat what is happening individually versus the entire enterprise of policing and when you stack everything up hundreds of thousands of arrests that are made over time, 375 million interactions is the last number I, I took you get one guy let's just let just narrow it down you get a few people that are shot by cops and then a fewer number of those are blacks now you got a fucking crisis. Three hundred seventy-five million interactions in the year. So, think about it this way: you remember the, um, you remember the whole uh, that that thing where the where the dentists say when they say for the TV commercial, uh, out of out of nine out of tenists derp- survey, uh, nine of them recommended gum for the patients to chew gum, right? Yeah. In that commercial, so dentine. When you talk about statistics, dentine would be very happy with those stats. They say, look, okay, out of all tennis ten dentists surveyed, these ten okay one guy goes no you know what i really wouldn't recommend that gum even for my patients who chew gum i wouldn't recommend any kind of gum at all all right fine we'll throw that stat out fuck it we're going to roll with nine and that's how we're going to do this we do gum gum. (laughs) (laughs) but you get you get you get the the reaction would be really the reaction would be is that exactly that. Wait a minute. We had one fucking guy who doesn't like gum. God, we got to get it gums out. We got to shut down. We got to throw out the gum advocates. We got to change everything because this one guy says that he doesn't like gum. It's, it's not it's never make, about they need to make it black gum.
0: <laughs> black gum matters.
1: <laughs> yeah. Black <laughs> gum black matters. Asshole. <laughs> <laughs> So let's just let's just go ahead and tear down. Let's just go ahead and tear down the lawful institutions. Let's throw out the Constitution. Let's burn property. Let's uh, hold people. In fact, I don't. It hasn't been said that they're being held hostage, but based on the reports of uh, likely um, um, strong-arming folks that are stuck inside that six-block area who don't participate in BLM or are antifa or who are uh, you know interested in any of this shit, they're being shut down. If not, uh, questioned challenged by armed people uh, just to get in their own businesses their own homes so we gotta tear everything apart grocery you could you could but
0: uh i'll tag on to what you were saying uh, i'm gonna break it down for for anyone who's non-military who's listening um basically what he's saying is um when you're at work and your computer is working and you're getting work done by browsing facebook um Everybody's happy. Nobody complains. But when your Facebook goes down, oh, Lord, help the tech support. They are horrible people who can't do anything right ever.
1: That would be a fair comparison. So
0: that's, that's what it is.
1: <laughs> yep. The Internet sucks. The network sucks. IT doesn't know what the hell they're doing because I can't sit and face, serve Facebook all day on company time. Yep. 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 So
0: my Facebook goes down. IT
1: sucks. No. You know, fire cops... None of, none of what we have, and th- we have have talked about this extensively, but neither neither of us disagrees that now, now that we've looked at it more and had opportunity to discuss things more and been reasonable about it, that none of us, you, know, you and I and, and the general population, does not seem to disagree that the acts of Chauvin were illegal. It was unnecessary, probably, to pin him down, pin Floyd down like that. He's handcuffed, he's down there, what kind of threat can he be? He's drunk or high. It's unlikely. Now, the guy with the taser, they don't know what he's on because dudes get on bath salts and there's no fucking telling what those guys are going to do. Okay, if they're running around high as hell on that shit, they'll eat faces. I mean, there's some crazy stuff that goes on when people are taking bath salts. But nevertheless, it doesn't mean that one guy gets shot or one guy gets killed or 10 guys get killed in the ratio of 375 million interactions to 10 or 100 or even a 1,000. That's still... Nine out of ten dentists surveyed. That's one guy. That's one small percentage of people that have had interactions with the police that ultimately ended their death. Doesn't mean that it's justified. Certainly means you have to have investigations and so on to determine whether the use of force was authorized or not, or if it was a legal shooting or not, or a legal killing or not. That doesn't mean that we have to fire police chiefs. Now, can you do that? Sure, you can. You can fire police chiefs. You find out there's incompetence or, or graft or something illegal going on in the department. Sure. Fire the fire the cops. Prosecute cops that do things wrong. Absolutely. Revamp the entire Minneapolis Police Department if necessary. Sure. But defund? Get rid of cops? Which is what BLM is pushing for? No. Because no, no one, no one, you know this. No one can tell us what you will put in place. You know, and don't. You know, I have friends that try to t- sell me this bullshit of we'll just love each other and trust each other. Yeah, sure. I'm gonna love each other and trust each other with no cops around? Fucking crazy, dude. <laughs> There's too many dirtbags out there to take advantage of that. So, no one can tell us what you're going to put in place of it. If you're going to get rid of police, what are you going to put in place of it? 90% of people are good. We don't need police because of that. Because 90 Must have been a millennial website or something because I would not believe that. at I just found
0: out
1: millennial. You're I'm, millennial. I'm, I'm having a hard time accepting this. <laughs> they say I'm Gen X based on numbers, but I, my wife and I have discussed this. We think there's a small sliver. Well, that's this it because of my age. I'm very close to one. Very close. To, I mean, I'm kind of like in the middle between boomers and Gen Xers. And my wife believes that there's a small there's a small generational group that is left out of the equation of people who don't – we're not you not, not rich old white guys, but we have a significant enough work ethic that we're willing to just go out and work and start at the bottom and work our way up, which is where I'm at. And are not looking at being slackers, you know, the Kurt Cobainians and the Nirvana-type kids out there that grew up laying around wearing flannel shirts and shorts and just drinking Starbucks coffee before it was cool. Those guys, not that – and certainly not, you know, Vietnam veterans yeah. that are uh, that are that have that have gone from. or I shouldn't say just Vietnam. Let me rephrase that: hippies from the Vietnam era that are now uh, drive around in their Cadillacs with their uh, grateful dead bumper stickers. Yeah. Okay, no, not there. In between, you know, work. I'm happy with what I have, and as I said earlier, before the show started, I'm going down to the gun show today. After this is done going pick me up something in 762 if I can, and uh, you know, get my son trained up more on the 556, and uh, we'll be set up to defend the household in the event shit hits the fan. Nice. I heard a uh, for a period of time anyway. I think that was in Lakeland. I remember reading that. Yeah. I think that's great. I think he also went on to add that there's a, just something to the effect of, I'm paraphrasing here, but something to the effect of there's a large number of armed citizens here anyway, and he encourages them to defend themselves.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what it comes down to at that point is defending yourself. When it's- mm-hmm.
1: Absolutely. That's what I'm concerned about. I told my wife that today. I told her, because I, I generally don't discuss gun purchases with her. <laughs> you know, if uh, well, I should say, when I'm planning on making it, I don't have an ar gun. I got several guns, but I don't have, you know, like M240s laying around as much as I would like. I don't have just stuff. I don't have, I have one AR-15 style weapon. Everything else is bolt action, lever action, or uh you know, just handguns, shotgun. But as I said to her, and normally if I'm if I'm building up to a gun purchase, I would let her know well in advance. I go, Hey, I'm setting money aside for this, or Hey, I'm going to, you know, think about buying this. You know, I'm gonna go ahead and put it on layaway and pay it off, and she'll say, Okay, fine. But this morning I said I intend on going down there and coming back with something. If I can get something, uh, I'm going to get it and uh, bring it home. And it is, and and the way I the way I phrased it, it was. There's no discussion on this because I gave her the reasoning, which sim- similar to what I just said about defending the home. I said, look, I'm, I'm teaching my son how to shoot the 5.56. I need uh, – and in the event that uh, something goes down, uh, it's going to happen when I'm at home probably because of the COVID. I mean, this we're talking about possibility of things happening now. Yep. Earth, America's tearing itself apart, folks. You guys overseas listening to this, the fucking country's coming apart at the seams. Yep. And it's starting with all this stuff. And, it's going to, and it has the potential to spread. And it isn't unreasonable to prepare for that. And part of the defense of home and property, as Techno was talking about earlier, you're gonna you are gonna need firearms to do so. Yep. And many states will disagree with that. Europe will say, uh, you know, years of peace and prosperity without guns. Yeah, okay. Well, two dictators in a century, and fucking had two world wars. That say it's not consistent yep. uh, with that. And socialism is abounding over there, cool, which is what happens when you all have guns? I mean, we're so quick with everything. We just judge everything by what's happened over the last
0: year, and that predicts the future. Unless unless it has to do with a memorial of some sort of slave owner back in the day, then it needs to be torn down because uh, I don't know why the reasoning. But um, there's, a, there's a lot of... Uh, destruction of history at the moment. There was one...
1: Sorry, I'm getting off on a tangent now. No, no, it's, let's segue on to something else. Go ahead. There was one uh, one city that was getting... Uh, were taking down two memorials um, of, of the Civil War mm-hmm. uh, because they were
0: pro-slavery. However, I, I kind of agree with this. They were donating them to a museum, so they weren't... They weren't making them inaccessible. They were protecting them before they got defaced.
1: Okay. Um,
0: Now, you can argue that they they shouldn't have to. True. They shouldn't have to protect something because it's going to get defaced. However, I couldn't think of a better way to protect that than
1: putting it in a museum. Mm Mm-hmm. Or... We had, an, we had an occasion around this area several years ago where there was a Confederate battle flag that was up over a stone that commemorated, I, can't, I don't know if it commemorated Civil War or if it commemorated a person in particular. I really can't recall. There was a, just a shit storm of heritage, not hate, all that crap that was going on. So they ended up relocating. It, 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 the argument was that the uh, flag was on publicly funded property or it was on yeah it wasn't on private property it was on public land why was that on public land it ought to be relocated so the it ended up getting relocated was the, was the, was the end of it so there's no confederate battle flags flying over in this part of the of the state well there's one the state up the road. or any marine corps base <laughs> or any marine corps base <laughs> look it's it's I'm I'm on both. I'm 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 weirdly. I have mixed feelings about it. I think I have mixed feelings about it. On the one hand, I appreciate if I come up to an, uh a war memorial, for example, and on this war memorial there's a U.S. flag flying, but. On the one side of the memorial, there's World War One, World War II, you know, Desert Storm, Shield, Afghanistan, you name it, veteran names on there. And there's another memorial, either on the flip side or nearby, that's got Civil War dead, and it lists Confederate dead. I've got no problems with that, because the way I see it, and I'm trying to re- re- rationalize this here, or reason this out, but the way I see it is the Confederate dead or U.S. dead is irrelevant. They're Americans, they fought. I don't have a problem with the memorial that chisels out the 15 names from this town that died in the service of the Confederacy. I don't have a problem with that. Was it rebellion? Yes, it was rebellion. Was it wrong according to the laws of the United States? No, no state can, you can't just secede. Sorry, you know, Europe, Australia, states can't just walk out of the country when they feel like it. It would would take an act of Congress and there's no precedent for that other than the Civil War. And the Civil War has proven that states cannot secede from the Union. Texas doesn't have a get-out-of-jail-free card as much as they may think they do. That's fucking bullshit as well. They do not. It's not, it's not, Texas. It's not in their Constitution. <laughs> nope, it's not. Re- <laughs> I've argued this with Texans. Wrong. I've had to show people from Texas, six-foot-tall guys with booming voices, and go, read your own fucking Constitution. It's not there. And read the agreements. It's not that you do not get-out-of-jail-free. You can't just get-out-of-the-country. Anyway... Confederate war memorials I don't have a problem with. what I have a problem with is I don't agree that 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 Americans need to fly a Confederate battle flag any more than neo-nazis here should be flying swastikas. you know yep. I put it in the same I put it in the same kind of bucket is that you're you're advocating for yes, we'll recognize the dead but I think that's as far as it goes. I got in an argument about this the guy online a couple days ago. I spent time in West Germany before the wall came down. And his point was that uh, Germany, they have eliminated this from their history, from their memory, that the the, the war was wrong and they've gotten it all out and that you you can't even, you know, you won't go around anywhere in Germany and see any monuments or things, unlike in the United States where you glorify the Confederacy, blah, blah, blah. I said, nope, you're wrong. I've been in the plenty of German cities, German towns in which they have memorials listing dead Wehrmacht. Not German army from the 1980s. I'm talking about dead Wehrmacht from the Second World War. Mm-hmm. It's there. The names are chiseled on the wall. They memorialize their dead. Doesn't no. there's no swastikas on that thing though? No. Okay, and and the and the standard issue German helmet for years had a distinctive shape, not unlike our Kevlar these days, but it has a distinctive shape to it. And you might see soldiers in, in, in stone that wear a sort of a sanitized German uniform representing most wars, I guess. But nevertheless, they still memorialize their dead. I see no reason why the Confederacy cannot memorialize its dead. I, don't, I see no reason why towns in the United States can't memorialize those who participated in the rebellion. But I draw the line at uh, parades of fucking trucks rolling down the middle of a town with heritage not hate symbology and these, uh, these giant flags flying off the back of their trucks. That sends a different signal. To me that it's not about memorializing it's about propagandizing yep. or it's about just shoving it in my face you know yeah.
0: well on on my two cents on that um, growing up in Kansas I mean we're not the south we're not the north we're, we're just kind of there right and yeah. it's, it's funny because the, the civil war growing up we, we read about it we, we heard about it um i couldn't tell you what a rebel flag was growing up until probably i'd say high school or stuff when that came out on every everything that was southern had a had a rebel flag on it and growing up that's what i related the rebel flag to was south mm-hmm. it's the deep south not just south but deep south they're over by the water i don't know what they define deep but <laughs> that's that's the way i grew up so when everybody started getting butthurt about uh, the rebel flag, I'm going, what's the big deal? I understand that it was a symbol for the south uh, and they were defending uh, their right to have slaves, which wasn't a right. And but now, I mean, it's on everything that represents the south, the deep south. Mm -hmm. So I have a lot of internal conflicts with this because uh, it's, it's almost changed meaning except to some uh, because then you, you do have those people who fly it because they're racist. They, they fly it because, fuck you, I believe what I want. I'm, I'm from the South. We're going to do it again. Um, but then you got the, the, the high schoolers like me who fly in a rebel flag because it means I like country music. Right? In Kansas, that was that was the most of what a what a, <laughs> a rebel flag stood for was. I like country music, so I got one on my truck, right? Um, but there you go with the lack of education, right? Uh, I was I was asking on on Facebook about uh, uh, Juneteenth. I'm like, is Juneteenth real, or is just somebody trying to make us feel guilty again?
1: And I didn't okay. know about Juneteenth until last year. Yeah, so. I
0: just heard about it, and one of my friends who who knows you as well uh, posted on there, and she commented, and she said, "No, it's it's been a thing for a while, but not a lot of people know about it because um, it's just there's so many things on the holiday list that this one just kind of goes by unnoticed." But uh, she got to play a slave in a play she was a kid growing up and that's where she learned about it I said well hell I, I, so I, I googled it it started in Texas in 1980 which is a good year because that's when I was born uh, but then it spread to the other states and now it's uh, I guess it's international now which um kind of confusing to me why a American holiday would
1: be international <laughs> but Whatever but Explain for our, our our listeners what exactly you haven't said. What exactly Juneteenth it, yeah. Juneteenth is. So Juneteenth is the day that slavery ended, right? Um, so, in the United States. In the United States. Right. So, okay. Obviously, a big day. Why haven't I heard
0: of this? You know, I I know I've had all these lessons through my life of uh, this is when when the Civil War ended, slavery ended. But I was never really given a date to it, right? Um, so this is, this is it's actually, and I thanked her for, for letting me know because I, I did not know that's what it meant. I did not know it's been around so long. Mm-hmm. And knowing that, I feel differently about people saying Juneteenth than I did yesterday when everybody's saying Juneteenth. And I'm like, now you're making shit up, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: but uh, I, I, I divert a little bit to the rebel flag when I was growing up it was just I like country music That that's what it was to me I like country music so I got a rebel flag I never had a rebel sure. flag because mom always told me no but she knew what it stood for but she didn't tell me why she was saying no it was just a no you can't have that
1: so I'll give you a competing perspective. Oh, not a competing perspective. I'll give you uh, my uh, experience growing up in Southern Maryland, which w- it's, Maryland is a weird state in the Civil War because you got the capital of the North in a state that only by a narrow margin voted to be in the North. Maryland's a great state. It's a beautiful, you know, you, you 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 know what I'm talking about. There are some. There's a lot of th- good things about Maryland, but it's fucked up politically. Okay, and that's a whole other day. We can talk about that another time. Okay, paying taxes there for years. It's just like getting fleeced in the ass. I swear. I'm Nevertheless, Maryland taxes and federal taxes. Yeah, yeah. That's that's why I bailed out of state, dude. <laughs> well, my point was that growing up there in Southern Maryland, okay, Southern Maryland, that rebel flag. Did not mean country music. It did not mean country music. It was it was exactly the way blacks interpreted. If they interpret that meaning, if if they interpret it as being pro-slavery, that's what that flag meant. White guys had that flag. You didn't see black guys put that on there. They they had them on their trucks. They had it in their windows. They had it, in and wherever they could put it, book covers, whatever, t-shirts, uh, bandanas. Yep, rebel flag meant. The south it meant rebellion now odd for southern maryland because uh what it is but just across the the, the potomac uh, virginia okay i can in fact i can take you on the uh the actual path i can take you to all the major points where booth made his run i have photographed it the major points some of the structures are still standing they're off the beaten trail but you can find them um, when booth uh made his run after shooting a president at uh, ford's theater now um nope that area is rooted in the Confederacy, at least as its perspective. The town, went, well, I don't want to go into that because I talk too much about my background. I'll leave that out. <laughs> Point is, is that, you know, we're not giving away anything. Um, Southern Maryland, ripe with the Confederacy, and uh, in my time growing up in there, um, in that area, rebel flag did mean anti-black. And in the high school that I went to, uh, there was divisions of people. It was ethnically divided in that school. We didn't have race riots, but it wasn't this millennial, let's all sit around out in the streets of Seattle and love each other and watch movies bullshit. It was fucking blacks stayed with blacks and whites stayed with whites. And we were teenagers. This is the 1980s. So, no. And if you're doing the math folks in Australia, Techno was born in eighty, and I was in high school in the eighties, which means we've got an age gap, which is interesting because we share a similar perspective on stuff. Yes. Nevertheless, so uh, it was it was divided. It wasn't. We didn't have fights or anything, but uh, you know there was there was some division there. We white stuck with whites, black stuck with blacks, and then it was just compartmentalized out from there. Yep. So when I see the rebel flag today, now, that wasn't my perspective. Okay, that just wasn't my perspective. Oddly enough, I just didn't see it like that. I, I got—I tried to get along with everybody, as I did. Um, so, and I never wore that stuff. Yeah. So now, when I'm driving down the street and I see a big fucking you know rebel flag flying around somewhere, I was even at a parking lot in a tractor supply nearby, and the guy had a hand—he had a brand new cloth, beautiful. This is last year sometime. A beautiful cloth. Stars and bars flying off the back of his truck, and everybody was in love with how well made this flag was. Like you, you guys just are making something out of nothing. <laughs>
0: on it and where did it come from what did it stand for you know what are Uh the facts about this flag so i can i can understand how people could get upset with the flag but we have a lot of folks like me i don't like change i don't like change at all it's one of my pet peeves i i go to the steak place i order a ribeye medium rare with mushrooms and a baked potato every time So, when you try and tell me something that I've I've thought for years wasn't right, I don't want to change that perspective because I hate change. I think everybody has a certain level of change they hate. Uh But you have to be open to hearing that other side and hearing the facts about something before you make a decision. It's kind of like the same. I, I relate it to when my kids say a word and it's a bad word um, before yelling at them, I go, do you know what that means? And if they do, they're in trouble because I said it anyways. (laughs) If they don't, then I pull them back and let them know, look, this word means horrible things. And if they're, if they're old enough, I'll explain, uh, kind of in, in child terms, why it's bad. Um, but then, then I'll tell them not to say that anymore. But if they go, well, it means this, and they knew it darn well what it meant, then uh, they're in trouble, right? I think the same thing with, with a rebel flag. I mean, if somebody's flying it and they don't understand it, then we need to explain to them the, the background to it without, uh, without just pulling them out and yelling at them. Nobody listens when you yell. Mm-hmm. But if you want somebody to learn something, I mean, and this is this comes from my edu- my education background. If you want somebody to learn something, you got to provide a a environment that's safe to learn. So you you don't start out swinging, uh, punching them in the in the jaw, and then yelling at them. That <laughs>
1: they're just gonna hate you more and do it anyway. We reserve that for basic training. Yeah, I know, right? Um,
0: but if you take a moment to to educate them or, or to explain what it means then it's up to them to, to take it down and if they don't then they probably agree with what, the, what it means um, and they were probably doing it on purpose like, like my children if you know what the word means and you said it anyways you're in trouble um, but I, I'm willing to bet that a lot of people out there are like me growing up in Kansas where all that means is south it just means country music and they don't see what the big deal is
1: so. well it's uh it's a long it's 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 ongoing um i recall when south carolina had that flag flying over at state capitol when i was stationed there and there was arguments over that and it came down um changed perspectives change try to change attitudes there um i i I call it what it is, uh, eliminating statues, um, trying to erase things from history, historical negationism, trying to just do what, uh, the, uh, ministry of, uh, you know, ministry of, uh, what was it called? Thoughts, whatever that Orwellian organization was in 1984 that would rewrite all the books whenever the government realigned itself with a different, uh, nation state, uh, in that story, uh. I like I like what you're saying earlier that uh, if, if you're not going to destroy this, <laughs> there was the one group of protesters that were busting up a, a statue, and a piece of the statue or the monument hit a guy, <laughs> knocked him out. And then what do they do? They call the cops to come get him. <laughs> Did you read about that one? No. These jackasses were busting up a statue. It was a, they were busting up like a General Lee statue or some shit like that. I can't recall what it was, but something they didn't like because it was you know it was hate, not heritage. They're breaking the thing up, and in the process, one of the guys gets hurt critically, and <laughs> they got a call. Like, so 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 what's going to happen? What's going to happen when the Hells Angels... Let's go back to the very beginning. So when the Hells Angels, the Mongols, show up, okay, and they roll through, and Operation Poked in the Poop Chute starts to happen, okay, when they come through there with, with my... When they when they use my battle plan of steamrollers, gas, or steamrollers, leaflets, give you guys an opportunity to get out of there, and then we're going to gas the place, and then we're cutting loose. We're, we're going to send the horse, full attack. And in they come... <laughs> On their motorcycles, you know the vanguard behind. They're gonna send in the bulldozers first, and then the, and then go ahead and uh, send these guys in. Who, who, who's Antifa gonna call? They're gonna call the police. <laughs> no, they have their guards with the uh, No, no, we need people. When these, when all these kids that are in there supporting this stuff that aren't armed, but they're all like, we need body wash and cigarettes, <laughs> and the hell's angels come in there and start beating shit out of them. And the cops are like, Ooh, well, it looks like it's a problem. You know, I mean, are they going to pick up the phone and dial nine one one and go, yeah, we're inside the Seattle, inside the, the the Chaz restricted zone, and there's Hell's Angels in here kicking everybody's asses. We need the cops right fucking now. That's where gonna Is that going to happen? Jurisdiction for that area. That's right. That's right. I'm sorry, but the sixth precinct has been shut down. We don't have jurisdiction in that area.
0: Have you called Chaz's emergency hotline? <laughs>
1: Oh my God! I can see the class action suit lawyers. You know the call me Alabama guys coming out later and saying, "Hey, did you suffer a nightstick shut up your ass at the hands of a Mongol? If so, you might be eligible for <laughs> monetary monetary compensation. If you had your teeth knocked out during the Chaz during during Operation uh, Operation Steamroller, uh, then uh, you might be entitled to some sort of some sort of uh, col- uh, some sort of settlement." Dial. Call these lawyers now, <laughs> type thing. <laughs> I'm like, okay, no problem. We just need you to identify the Hell's Angel or Mongol who did this to you. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. you can. Well, that's funny you mention that. And then I don't know <laughs> if we're gonna wrap it up or not because we're getting on here. But uh, I read this morning that the FBI is going frame by frame over footage uh, of of Minneapolis riots to identify the real troublemakers so that they can issue warrants out and arrest those assholes. So frame by frame. So that's when you go, wow, man, why do we have a surveillance state? Well, here's a good opportunity. Why is the government running these cameras all the time? So when you crooks do shit you shouldn't be doing, they can run your asses down. Because it didn't say in the article they're going frame by frame and arresting everybody. They said they're going frame by frame and only looking to develop evidence to arrest the real perpetrator. So if they see you putting a match to a Molotov cocktail and throwing it at a cop car and they got your picture, guess what? You're going to have a knock at the door here in a couple of days with a warrant and uh, you're going to jail. Problem. Exactly right. That's that's why we have U.S. title laws. No. That would be illegal use of intelligence, violate Title 50. Right. And no. That's why you have Title 18. They can pass whatever the, the FBI requests for them, but they can't yep. look at it. Mm-hmm. So, yep. We found this. You guys might want this. Sucks
0: to be Antifa. Can you say a uh, life sentence? Life <laughs> sentence. <laughs>
1: can you say a hard rain is gonna fall <laughs> yeah. well, hopefully team? hopefully this uh, does result in positive change for uh, policing in, in that there is scrutiny on, on on applicants on cops more training hopefully that does happen because obviously as we've been saying that the, you, you cuff a guy doesn't, he's, he's done there's no reason why there needs to be a a knee into the neck Yeah, right. right. He's not not gonna this positive comes out of that. There's also, you know, I don't know, just, just fundamental change that is for the better of the country without taking away rights, destroying institutions.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> but that's just my experience in life. of uh, It's it's easier not to have to remake the wheel. You just.
1: There's always a socialist wheel. We've got that one. No one's done it right according to all the liberal arts majors. No one's actually done socialism correctly. But if we did it the way the uh, pot smokers in Seattle would do it, then all the nation's problems would go away. Because the liberal arts, you might as well throw away your money. There's nothing for you. I'm allowed to say that because I've got a philosophy degree. I can say that. (laughs) (laughs) No, <laughs> oh, I just poke the bear with a stick again. <laughs> no. Not really, because my degree would be a jumping off point for other things like law, for example. Uh, well, that's common sense. If right I there. If I want to shut up. Don't say that word. <laughs> hey, real quick before we uh before we wrap it up, uh introduce a new segment really fast and then we'll go. It's called the uh, that's what she said segment mm-hmm. in which uh in which either my wife says something that's that's what she said or in this case uncle techno here who said something that's what she said just before the show started i don't remember this <laughs> we were talking about what well, we were talking about the websites where the links were located at we we're talking about getting connections we we're talking about getting connections we we're talking about getting connections and getting something going for this thing this show today's show and the way the servers are set up and he says he says to me one of these days he's going to turn me on uh you're i'm going to turn you on to the other location and uh that's what she said you're not going to turn me on to anything pal and i said to him i said i you know how i know you're gay when you say shit like that you're fucking gay Uh, (laughs) queer (laughs) (laughs) quit being a fag man (laughs) Not because you're gay, but because you're acting like a faggot. It's a oh, difference.
0: Yeah, there is a difference. Any
1: quirk, All right. Any that? <laughs> <laughs> so that's what she said. This time it was. This time it was techno. That's what she said. I'll get you next time. Yeah. So, uh, are we coming back next week, or are we doing the two weeks? Uh, let me think here. What's my calendar look like? Uh, next week is. Oh, I got a paper due. Twenty uh, first, probably not. Uh, so, we'll plan on. Let's 28th. do it on the twenty eighth. The twenty eighth, so we'll be back. Yeah. On the Yeah. And
0: it's in great place, in great time. And I'll put it up on the schedule so that everyone can see it. But it's been it's been fun talking to
1: you about cars. Yeah, you too, man. So, uh, we'll you going to game tonight? Okay. No, we uh we had to cut up oak trees. We were cutting down a thick ass oak tree and just me and XX underscore just ran